the manufactured date of those units. So we'll be able to date when it was actually manufactured, not necessarily when it was installed. And we wouldn't necessarily know if something like a compressor was swapped out uh, over the course of the mm-hmm. life of it. So sometimes the the dates that we see or we're told are uh, based on the repairs uh, or component replacements versus the actual manufacturer of the original unit. So from the so now that we mm-hmm. you have established what the date is, and if that is different from mm-hmm. the disclosure, now you don't see the disclosure. We typically yeah. do not see the disclosure and won't know that. But the buyer, buyer agent, they can yes. look and review and confirm. Now, from a level-headed attorney uh, who would say... Where are we going to find one of them? Oh, no. Uh, it's you. <laughs> okay. Um, in... You know, there's so many ways to approach this. What would you suggest at, as the basic? At, at this test? point, they're yeah. still in the inspection period. They can basically pull the plug for any or no reason yeah. at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if you, the the legal premise is, if you know there's a problem and you don't protect yourself from future damage, you don't get to claim that future damage. You have to mitigate your damages. So, uh, what that means is, you need to get with the other agent and say, "Hey, we've got this discrepancy here. Please explain." And if the explanation isn't sufficient, then you make in your repair requests. Hey, I need you to make it what we thought it was going to be, or we're out of here. So let me let me just delve into this a little further. So an explanation would be like, oh, I made a mistake. Uh, well, no, an explanation could be we've replaced each of the components, and that's uh, what we meant. Then you're going to want receipts to show the exactly. fact that you did. Okay. Exactly. So, but you've got to protect yourself. So the idea is, if you know there's a problem. You have to mitigate the damages. Um, I can't. Uh, you can't punch me in the nose, say, and then uh, I wait six weeks before going to the doctor and find out. Ah, you should have come to us earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you've, you've got to uh, mitigate those damages. Okay, so then if whatever the reason they made a mistake, yeah. you can ask. I would tell you, Greg, you were on this. So we would mm. we would ask for either a price reduction yeah. or an extended home warranty or replace the thing or yeah it just it depends to, on the, re, the, the, yeah. the the terminology i hate to hear when people call in is who can i go after well yeah, like well, it, that's, yeah. you know see that's that's my problem that's why i always say you know apple pie is the best way to you know go over next door with a plate of cookies or right something. like it's not a lottery just because somebody's done something wrong whether it's a mistake or you know nine times out of ten uh, it's it's more a mistake or stupidity than criminality uh so why would you immediately think oh i picked up a lottery ticket i'm going to sue everybody right and there's nothing at stake like you said you're still in an inspection phase you're still there's in the not... inspection phase so you aren't going to lose anything and right. you aren't going to get hypothetical damages just because there's i nothing. can catch you in an error doesn't mean i'm going to get a judge say well that error is worth x right. i've actually got to have damages but i i have to protect myself from damages so if i know this is a, uh-huh. a crappy heater or, or air conditioning unit and i don't do anything about it but i knew it i can't go back later and say oh you know so your advice to sum it up is address it immediately. Immediately, yeah. yeah. Don't push it off. And don't presume that they're lying. Just say, hey, what's yeah. going on? You said 10. Yeah. He says this. Explain. Now, um, if, if the inspector says, well, the roof is nearing the end of its life, mm-hmm. right, and they wrote on the disclosure the roof is five years old, mm-hmm. we are seeing a pattern. Well, that's true. Yeah. But then again, that could also be explained by, you know, the guy who put it up there wasn't any good at doing what he did and... Oh, you're saying also the roof deteriorating faster than its life. You can always, uh, I mean, the thing that I get is when when you're in a lawsuit, you look at the paperwork from one side, oh, my God, how can you possibly be wrong? Then you look at the papers from the other side, Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, my God, you've got a perfect defense. It's like back and forth. There's always a dozen ways to look at things. The question Mm -hmm. is, what's the truth? 
you got to get to the truth. Get to the truth. Judge Judy yes. gets to the truth. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Uh, if you are thinking about selling your home, and uh, a lot of people are, whether it's now, next year, year after, we have a free, no-obligation booklet that has hundreds of useful tips, a wide variety of things. And if you want a copy, free of charge, just simply email me, bob at com and put selling tips in the subject line. We'll be happy to send it out to you. Back to the phone we go. Good morning, Bob Sekulder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Frank. Yeah. I'm getting ready to buy my first home, and I want to make sure I have my budget zeroed in. How long can I expect the roof to last? The inspector says it's 30-year roof, and it's 20 years old now, but only has a couple years left in its life. So what does this mean to me? Interesting. We were just talking yeah. about roofs. I, yeah. Yeah. So... Can we tell the the fallacy about roofs? So a 30-year roof doesn't mean that it's going to last for 30 years. Uh, it's going to depend heavily on the installation of yeah. the roof, what yeah. it's installed over, uh, what it, the materials are installed on, which direction it faces, the slope of the roof itself. All of those are going to be determining factors on how long that, that roof lives. So when we are looking at it, we will identify... Uh, to the best of our ability, what the materials are that are being used, and then we'll tell the the buyer uh, where we think that we are in the life cycle of that roof based on uh, the conditions that are present at the time that the inspection is done. So, yeah, it's not uncommon uh, to tell someone, yeah, it's a 30-year shingle. We're 15 years in, and you're probably budgeting for a replacement soon because yeah. we're seeing evidence of those those shingles already starting to fail. So, and on this Thanksgiving weekend mm-hmm. with all family, this may not be the perfect time to go out and look at the roof, right. but there are some telltale signs yeah. that the roof is starting to... Sure. To, what are those? Yeah, so if you can look for any sort of growth that you have. If you have the staining on the on the roof, it you know looks like dark stains. Yeah. Um, that's pretty common. Uh, those will, those will uh, That growth will pop up uh, near the... You're second talking about little, life. like... Tree weeds? Well, it won't even like, be the tree weeds. It'll just yeah. be the dark stains. Oh, okay. You know, on lighter so color roofs, you'll so see those dark stains. Up? It's a it's a it's a, a basically like a, it's an algae type okay. of uh, of fungal growth. Uh, you'll also look at the bottom of your downspouts and see whether or not you've got a lot of the um, uh, the the granules that have come off. Those will wash down to the bottom, and you'll see them in the splash blocks. You'll mm. see them next to the house. When you see a lot of those granules, you know that it's coming near the end. Also, when you have winds and if you find any of those tabs, uh, either in your yard or if you see those tabs sticking up, uh, you know, they're, they're not in the same direction as all the other shingles on your roof. Those are starting to break away, and that's a telltale sign that it's near the end of its life. I was told that if the edges of your shingle are lifted they're, up a little, that it's ending the end, your yes. age of when, when you see them curling, if you see any sort of nail pops, those yeah. little round circles that are, that are coming up. So the up, wind could nail pop. A, a, uh, a, a wind anyway. well a wind shouldn't if the if the tabs yeah. are uh, glued down tight which is how they you know the the adhesive will hold those tabs down from the so, sun heating them up yes okay. exactly so uh, you shouldn't see the nail pops the nails will work themselves up over time on most roofs but yep. you're still ten years or so before that happens and you're looking if you look down the line of mm-hmm. the tabs if they waver back and forth that's a sign of shrinkage that uh, or that's probably a sign of a really bad installation okay. yeah <laughs> that's probably more likely but the curled edges are another sign that they're getting older Chuck you're not a you're in a condo right at this point well it's more like a it looks like a townhome it's not oh okay uh, 
uh, nobody above me or below me or anything like that. Do you are, are you responsible for your own roof? Or? No, we are not. So that you it's don't have to worry a, about any of this. Yeah, stuff. it's an HOA. Another reason that the condo looks yeah. better and better. All right, let's go back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekiller, Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio eight forty WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Shannon. Yeah. I live in California. And listen to your excellent show on the internet. Oh, thanks. My agent wants me to allow buyers to see my home, even if the buyer agent is not there. I think that's a problem. What do you think? So, interesting question. This is a um, trend that is happening around uh, some parts of the country. There are several companies, and, and there's a lot to this story. Chuck, I don't know on the legalities of this, but I want your opinion on this. So basically what is happening in some parts of the country, a buyer wants the, the seller gets a major discount for um, listing with this particular type of company. Then the buyer simply calls a number, gets a code, goes to the house, can go into the house and tour the house without an agent present and then can leave the house. We were up in Detroit a couple of weeks back, Greg and I, for a mastermind, and this was brought up as uh, something that's going on. Yeah. It was a little bit different. What was going on up there, it was more of a company coming in to try to list and really gouge, price gouge and really take a lower price. This, no, this, this is, is different. Though, you know, this what you're is different. About, what, yeah. what she's talking about is that you're going to let random Joe Schmo off the street walk into your house. No way, shape, or so, form okay. should you ever let anybody come into your house that is not with a licensed real estate agent right. that has legal responsibility, ethical responsibility to you, to a client, to a third – Somebody, you don't want to let some random person walk in off the street. Chuck, legally, this is a disaster waiting to happen. Well, I, you know, I don't, I don't know that I'd say it's a, a legal disaster. I, I think there could be a disaster. I mean, you know, ooh, I'm Ted Bundy. I want to go look at your house. Uh, yeah. Just let me in. Uh, but, uh, you know, I imagine everybody's signed off on it. They've, uh, so let me tell you what, let me tell yeah. you what has happened because I'm very familiar with this type of, yeah. of group. And this made headlines a couple of weeks ago, and as the headlines continue to hit um, the newspapers, you're going to see, I, th- I think, the elimination of this type of uh, brokerage. Well, it's, it's uh, stupid. Well, well that's, that's the right. first part. Saying, that's why it should be gone. Dumb. So, yeah, but I don't know that there's legal liability. Okay. Well, no. there is. Here's, well, here's okay. where it gets. Sure. Hang on. Sure. So what happened was a buyer went to mm-hmm. a house to see that w- belonged to this brokerage. Again, I think it was in California somewhere. And they noticed that the door was open a little bit. Mm-hmm. And they peeked inside and they saw people inside on the couch and a TV on. And they realized something was wrong. So they called the company that they had gotten the clearance for, through. And then what has happened is that people who are using this company to go in, then they homestead. Or the, yeah, homestead? The, squatting. So, squatting. Squatting, yeah. yeah but, that, but if you're going to be, if you're going to sign up, with a group that says, "Hey, we're going to work in this uh, in this fashion," they're going to hopefully uh, they're smart enough to get you to sign off something that says, "Yeah, you're going to let us do this." So that relieves the liability with the company. Oh, the brokerage, but that yeah. creates a huge legal problem for the people who own the house, yeah. right. because uh, in practically everywhere, uh, if I uh, peacefully possess your property, yeah. uh, <laughs> you've got to get a court order to get me out. Well, and that's the thing with these companies; they are targeting these vacant properties. Yeah. This is not no, something. No, well, it's happened, as, but but yeah. specifically, it appeals to the vacant owner who has a property across the country yeah. 
and they've got this big box that's going to say, okay, we're going to list your house. We'll set it up. No one needs to be there. And, we'll take and, care of it. And I see a lot of investors like that. I've right. got a, a slew of Californians who are buying property in Louisville uh, to rent out. And Absolutely. I can see where there would be that appeal. The problem is um, – you know, technically, it shouldn't work that way. If you've got somebody that's overstaying their welcome uh, because they were let in, presumably you could get the police out there and say, "Hey, get out." But, but if there's any time lapse, okay, if if there's nobody there to see the actual impropriety in taking possession, then the cops are just going to go back off and say, "Hey, this is civil." Got to deal with this, yeah. Well, yeah. according to the report, I read that not only were there squatters, yeah. but there were people in other locations who are using the locations for drug use and oh, also for absolutely. sex parties. Yeah. So well, there's a real problem all the way around with well, this. I don't know that that's, no, that's a problem. problem. I mean, <laughs> sex parties. Hey, I want to oh. add one other thing to this, <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah. Um, with home inspectors, many of us have access through super keys, yeah. e-keys. Uh, the electronic so, keys, right. Like, so all of home teams, got, all of we all have access, electronic access. So right. we take care, custody, and control of that home when we're doing the inspection. Some home inspectors don't have those keys and have to be allowed in by agents. Right. There are also those home inspectors in town that will not allow even the buyers to come into that home without their agent. So mm-hmm. just just as a you know FYI, you know public service announcement sure. when you're when you're confirming with the home inspector that you're hiring to do that inspection, make sure you, as a buyer you understand what the conditions are for the buyers to have access to that home uh, at the you know when they do the, the walk through that inspection. Yeah. That's yeah. a very good point. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break. If you want to hear what uh, and see what sellers are saying about us, go to LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. That's LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. In the studio, we've got Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices. They do a great job of closing loans. And quite frankly, Chuck is also very entertaining yeah. and keeps the closing moving right along with jokes and stories about cooking. You can reach him anytime at 499 6360. Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. They hire veterans. It's great because it's paying back to the vets, and they do a great job. You can reach Home Team and Brad at 357-0813. Son Greg, who does our Instagram and, well, he does so all much marketing. More. Yeah, and you can reach me anytime, 376-5483. Back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. 499-6360. This has been a paid advertisement. Hi, I'm Brad Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, the area's largest home inspection company. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, inspect thousands of homes in Louisville and Southern Indiana each year. And team makes all the difference. Extra sets of eyes and overlapping duties means a more thorough inspection and better value for you. Multiple teams mean we are able to inspect your home when you need it. Radon testing, home inspection, termite reports, one call does it all. Get the team. Get home team. 
Shopping for a home? The place to start is REMAX Properties East. Experienced, caring, top-producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. Here's a message from Shark Tank's Barbara Corcoran. You may have seen Wall Street hedge fund companies advertise that they'll pay you instant cash for your home. Well, I hope you're not considering leaving the sale of your home up to a website. Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. Selling your home is easy if you hire the right agent who can give you options. In Louisville, Bob Sokola can bring you an immediate cash offer. He has a track record of getting sellers more money than the average agent. Find out what your home is really worth. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get your home sold. WHAS. It's the Louisville Real Estate Show on a Thanksgiving weekend. Hope uh, the bird is good and the family and friends are over and you're having a great time. I'm Bob Sekuller. Thank you, Barbara Corcoran. Just FYI, you can talk to us about instant offer, guaranteed sale program. You can cancel at any time. It's, um, there no extra fees with our instant offer and guaranteed sale program. You can reach me at 376-5483 for that or anything else in terms of buying or selling. In the studio, Chuck Crosby, Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. Also, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. They do a great job hiring veterans, 357-0813. My son, Greg, who does his, our marketing, our photography, and so much more. There we go. So much Finally more. Finally getting what I deserve. There yes. you go. <laughs> and Feels you can, good. You can see some of his work at louisville3d.com. All right. This is a perfect time for this story. It's important for everybody. I think we'll all agree. Do we keep up on our heating? What mistakes are we making? And I know as all of us as homeowners, we're going to listen carefully. Okay. So 10 heating mistakes that spike your bills. If you're out of the house at work, vacation, or away for maybe a Thanksgiving holiday at friends, if you're away for the weekend, don't heat the house the way you would if you were lounging around this is probably a no-brainer. Spring for a programmable thermostat, which will save you money on energy bills and turn it down. So that when you're, what's really cool is, I if you use like a Nest, I have one. Greg has one. Chuck, you have a Nest unit. I do not. You might want to consider I, this. I'm turning the temperature down a few degrees right now on my wife. Yeah, while there you sitting go. Yeah. Here. Well, <laughs> I, I, I yeah. Can, that's what I was going to yeah. say. I can remotely mm-hmm. turn. Yep. It's not a big deal. I I, I try to to. Show Sandy on the thermostat how to turn it. We just automatically set it after such and such an hour to go set it here. Get it old school. Yeah, old school. Yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay. So, but uh, this is just so easy and it saves some money. Also, and this is a when I tell you this, Chuck, Greg, Brad probably knows. Wait, there's more. Wait, not locking. Wait, not locking your windows can spike your bills. Yes. Now, wait, did you know that before I just mentioned it? I didn't know it, uh, but it makes sense. You make a tighter seal. It, and that's right. That's it, right? That's exactly right. I've got vinyl windows, so you can tell if they're not locked. Yeah. Because yeah. they're, they're, they're popped up a little bit. Once you put that lock in it, it that's, brings But it how many of our out. listeners right now are going, ay ay ay? Well, who I've, doesn't lock their windos if you've got them shot? You'd be, there, there you'd be amazed. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, yes. 
Yep. And and really mm-hmm. doors too, because when you put the deadbolt on, it mm-hmm. kind of tightens it down against the hopefully insulation yeah, or foam. the weather stripping. The right stripping, now. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and naturally, cranking up your thermo- thermostat is going to heat. That's a no-brainer. Not changing your air filter, another yes. no-brainer. What's mm-hmm. the average? How often should we change air filters? Well, I mean, we're we're still recommending every thirty days. Whoa! Yeah, yep. come on. I mean, what do you work for the help filter companies? Well, no, I mean, I, have you I looked at your, have you looked at your filter every thirty days? That's, it's just as I mean, it's like the peak dirty at thirty days. It's absolutely a, yeah. right. Yeah, and, and now it depends on the systems. And yeah. you know, we've we've had these discussions before. I mean, some you know work a little bit better. I don't a little know. Dust Sounds on to me like you're a shill shill for the. Uh, I probably a shill for the. Nah, man. I go to I go to Home Depot and Lowe's and I. Like yeah. my doctor is a shill I'll for buy all the both. pharmaceutical companies. Sure. Sure, I'm sure, kidding. Sure. I'm sure. kidding. <laughs> do you know the size of your filters that you have? Yes. Yes, I do. Chuck, no? I, Sherry buys them. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody Sherry, does. Sherry, the filter's dirty. I need you it's, to go to this. Well, no, she, she, we buy it in it. bulk. Yeah. Okay, that's a good idea. Yeah, There's do. an online Amazon. company you can buy it through. Amazon. Yeah. They sell them in bulk. I know. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> it's crazy. It's they sell everything. Next yeah. day delivery too. It's crazy. But we have I a, am here's here. I have one of those. And this is the tough thing. I have one of those electronic filters. Yeah. It came with. Mm. This was a 1955 house that we bought that had, had new air, but it has this really wide one in the electronic filter. So I've got to change it, yeah. or not change it. I've got to clean it, it in the dishwasher, mm-hmm. right? Right. But I would rather personally just put in a much better mm-hmm. air filter, but. They don't make them really that size. Can I interchange that? Am I like- uh, you could probably. I would think you could find uh, something, something that, that would be it? sized correctly. The question it's is whether enormous. or not. Yeah, the question is whether or not it, the the air handler has enough capacity to, to, to pull, pull it through, through the real yeah. thickness. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. All right, keep going here. So ignoring leaks and drafts, obviously yeah. no brainer. Closing vents in unused rooms and Absolutely. then closing the doors. I do that. Yep. You do it. I do that. Yeah, that that's a big saver. No? Yeah, the HVAC yeah. guys don't necessarily like that because they like to balance the air. So sometimes they'll uh, tell you don't do that. Yeah. But uh, certainly, you know, if you're if there's an unused portion of your house, yeah, uh, then it's, that but, still makes sense to but me. But be careful if you're the place you're mm-hmm. closing down the room has a bathroom in it, nope. and that bathroom has out to the outdoor corner where mm-hmm. there's wind blowing, mm-hmm. because that could be a problem. Don't do that. Don't neglect. No, don't neglect the furnace. For regular maintenance, especially this time of the year, you want to make right. sure because what do you look for that there's a flame when that flame yeah. ignites? You're looking for a blue, real flame? blue. Yeah, you want to you want to see a real blue flame that's showing that you've got uh, the most complete combustion, and it would say that your heat exchanger probably doesn't have any holes in it. If it's yellow, have you yeah. ever looked at your heat exchanger? You know the yeah, thing by the fire. Yeah. Okay. If it's yellow, yellow, what is it telling us? Well, it's telling us that you've got either a, a mixture of the air and gas that's not correct, or it's also telling us that you may have a crack in your heat exchanger. The other thing that you're looking for are flames that kind of roll. They don't they don't look like jets. They look more like your fireplace. And, and this could be very dangerous. Yes. Danger, Will Robinson. Yes. So, yeah, so is it safe for us as consumers to look at our heating while it's running, or it's just now it getting into depends, an area? It depends on the system. Some yeah. have a viewing portal, which yeah. it's real okay. easy to see. Yeah. Others, the system will turn off automatically as soon as uh, you open the door, and you really yeah, don't want to yeah. override that switch. Yeah. It's easy to do, but you could have a lot of flame come back in your face. Make sure you have a carbon monoxide mm-hmm. um, detector. detector. Right. There's, I just saw one now that you can link to your um, iPhone. I've got a, I've got a, we love, oh, the, we don't get paid by them, not, but I love okay. Nest. I've okay. got my whole alarm system and I just got a carbon dioxide uh, combo filter. Don't turn down your thermostat too low 
I don't understand to help Setbacks. save money because I guess because you're now having to heat up a lot more. Yes, you're, okay. yeah, right. Don't or, or it might seem like you've got to either turn your thermostat down and use the fireplace to heat in a small space, but you're actually doing more harm than good. Right. Do you have a, uh, have a fireplace, but I've always heard that uh, the fireplace is one of the least efficient ways of absolutely the most uh, yeah. inefficient system in your house to heat with. And then that in your oven for the people who would turn their oven on. That's a New York. I used to do that in New York City. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a thing. That's exactly that's, what oh, we used then to do. Wrapping up here, <laughs> the best. Don't leave. And this, some people may do this. Leave exhaust fans on in your in, on your bathroom because it's also sucking the heat out. Yes, it yes. is. Yeah. Interesting. Hopefully that helps yeah. you folks with some of the tips to uh, help uh, save you money that are spiking heating bills. We are out of time. My thanks and sincere thanks to my buddy Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices. 499-6360. They do a great job. Thank you, Chuck. Libby. We'll yeah. see you next time. Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. They hire vets. We love them. They do a great job. You can reach them at 357-0813. And on this We're Thanksgiving weekend, yeah. uh, thanks to all Thank of you. our vets who uh, just for being there to help. And then my son, Greg, with uh, helping with our photography, our marketing, and so much more. Mm-hmm. And you can see his work at Louisville3D.com. You can reach me anytime, 376-5483. I'm Bob Sekoler. I hope you have a great Thanksgiving holiday weekend. We will see you next Sunday right here on News Radio 840 WHAS.